Welcome into Camel Call Friday. And joining me now in his 34th year in charge of the Campbell Men's Golf Program, 33rd as head coach of the CU Women. John Crooks has been named league coach of the year 23 times in his tenure. His teams have a combined 35 NCAA postseason trips, including 11 in a row for the women. His teams have won 160 tournaments, including 99 tournament titles for the women. That is second all-time victory list among Division I coaches. He has guided his team to 27 league titles, including 19 on the women's side. And the women's golf season tees off this weekend with the Golf Week Fall Challenge in Pauley's Island, South Carolina. And Coach, fourth decade of you for coaching the beginning of the season, the anticipation for the first tournament, do you still have that same feeling that you did 30 years ago? It, this is maybe the most exciting tournament to look forward to that I can remember. Of course, when you get to be a certain age, memory's not real good, but uh, <laughs> it's just the talent that we have Sometimes I want to pinch myself and just sit back and go, God, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Really, with all the good teams that you have had, especially recently, this team you think is one of your most talented? I do. And, and, and you know, team chemistry is something that coaches strive for and culture. And, you know, when, I, when you look around and you have – eight interchangeable pieces and and eight people that all want to be there and all want to, to do their best, uh, uh, you know, something good has to come from that. Yeah. Who are you taking down to the to the first tournament of the year? Well, our, our senior captain, um, uh, Sana Lundmark, uh, won qualifying, and uh, she was uh, uh, shot under par for three rounds uh, at Keith Hills. And um, uh, Bella Grimbrandt uh, is finally healthy. I yeah. mean, and, and this is uh, – the first time that she'll walk out on the tee as a healthy, smiling, uh, competitive player. And um, then we have a freshman that has come in, um, Alicia uh, Olson. And, you know, I saw Alicia about three years ago when I started talking to her and, and then – Talked to her about a year ago about coming to Campbell, and you never know what's going to happen from the time that they commit until they arrive. But in Leisha's case, she just spent the summer as the number one ranked player in Sweden, and wow, that's not a small <laughs> uh, uh, description. That's huge. Wow. Um, and then I'm going to take another freshman. And her name uh, is Mira. And uh, Mira is so talented. Uh, you, you see the other three and you know how good they are. And you see Mira hit it and then you go, wow. And so um, uh, she's going to be in the lineup. <laughs> and Chris, not many people get a chance to do this. Uh, but um, my fifth player. Uh, will be Isabella Honey, and 
if you'll recall, she was the freshman of the year in the conference yeah. last year. She had the lowest stroke average and was the highest ranked player in the uh, uh, in the conference. Would have been the player of the year if Campbell were still going to stay in that league, but when it came down to a vote, they gave yeah. it to somebody else. She was very deserving. So I mentioned my best, the best player fifth. Wow. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. Wow. And some people might not know this, but what has always been a linchpin of your competitiveness uh, within the team is the fact that you have, like you say, a qualifying tournament for each tournament you go to. So you put them all out there and they go at it. Those have to be almost as intensive battles as when you will get down to Polly's Island this weekend, right? Well, it is. And, 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 and the, the only thing you know about qualifying is that something is going to happen that's uh, wasn't planned and that maybe you don't, you weren't expecting. Uh, and I saw uh, Taylor, who's not going on this trip, have the best 54-hole total that she's had uh, at Keith Hills. Uh, I saw Silka have her personal low round, uh, and and I saw a freshman come in, um, uh, Jada Potter, and uh, she makes a mistake on the last hole, or maybe she and maybe she's in the lineup, and so it's just they're yeah. so competitive that picking five or the five I'm picking this week, um, we're we're in a good place, Coach. One of the most amazing things of the fact that I rattled off uh, all your wins and how you have done it is is the fact that you have done it not only through three decades onto your fourth now, but to be successful coaching these different generations of student athletes, you're sort of on your third generation of, of, of student athlete. I, I've been in this working with student athletes now for, for just about 10 years, and I've noticed a, a huge difference. It takes constant adjusting. How do you relate? How can you still get to these student athletes and be and get them to be successful, even though they're much different than your first couple of teams and even your teams from 10 years ago? Well, I don't know that I have any answers. I, I know that um, over the years, I've tried to give up a lot more control and and kind of encourage personal freedom and growth in their swing and and not be nearly as uh, apt to try to help or to not that and that maybe not sound right but I'm not trying to do less I'm trying to make anything that I do more important now and um, I think when each generation comes along, if they know that you have their best interest at heart and that you're going to be fair, then I think they buy in. And it's just been, you know, we're just so fortunate at Campbell is in that uh, on the drive in here this morning, I got a call from um, my assistant coach on the women's side, Ashley Cease, uh, who just received a commitment this morning from a young lady um, for 2025. And um, so, I mean, 
so we're where we want to be. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about 2025. Yeah. Okay. So, um, um, I don't know. We talked to them. Yeah. We talked to them about the opportunity to find out, to reach their dreams or to reach their goals. Uh, they can accomplish here. You travel all over the world to recruit. You're going all over the, the nation, um, in these, unbelievable tournaments um that you have put both your men's and women's team to how do you have the energy for it all i don't know how to answer that question i mean it it my job is to get up in the morning and work with champions i mean who doesn't want to go do that oh and so then we get to go someplace and play okay well uh, that just seems like that's a little topping on the cake and then we get to play against great competition. I mean, it just, I, I don't see a downside. I mean, it's, uh, where do I get the energy? Uh, fortunately I'm in good enough health that I can still just get excited about, about every step of, of, of what I'm doing. Sometimes it's something people just say, you have the best job in the world or, or you are looking at you. You're not looking at it as much of a job. It's hard work and everything, but you're saying, why wouldn't I get up for it? I, I go to a golf course every day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, once upon a time as a player, I thought in my downtime, I thought about my game. Well, I have the privilege now, uh, I'm working with 16 athletes and, uh, and and I have to go. I, I not I have to, but I need to go through a checklist. What what do they need today, and 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 how can we help today? And and uh, and I just hope I don't miss anything important. And um, uh, so I have Matt Moot does a great job. Ashley does a great job. Uh, we're there every day. We see them every day. Um, and uh, while every day is not a picnic. Um, it is working towards getting better. Uh, you've put together another great schedule on the women's side. Um, after this weekend, you'll go to Lubbock for the Red Raider Invitational. Also in the fall, you get to stay close to home, go to Chapel Hill, where an alum of yours and a, uh, and a former coach, too, is running things at the Governor's Club. You go down to Savannah for the Southern, to Jacksonville, uh, all in the fall. But this Golf Week Fall Challenge has been such a fun way to start the season because you guys have so much success in it. And tell us about what you'll see again down there at Pauly's Island. I'm excited about going back to Caledonia. Yeah. When I make the turn off of into the entrance, it's almost like a... Uh, you're going into a different world. You go through a tunnel with moss hanging out of the uh, uh, oak trees and and there's flowers and the grass is perfectly green and manicured and you realize that you're in a special place. And uh, so we're going to a special place, but this team is very young that we're playing. I mean, uh, Sana has seen it. Um, uh, well, three of them have seen it, um, but 
two of the players have not. And so um, we're going to go to a place, we have a game plan, and we'll see how we do. I mean, the fact that we've – the fact that we've done well before really doesn't mean a thing. Yeah, it, this is a new team. This is a new time, and it's against new competition. And so, we just start from scratch. Well, Coach, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy week uh, to visit with us once again. And um, gosh, best of luck uh, for this fall and this weekend. Well, thank you. It's been my pleasure being here, and I just love what you do. Thank you so much. That's head golf coach John Crook. <laughs> Hey, welcome back into Camel Call Friday. Hey, if you haven't already, I want to invite you to join the rebooted Fighting Camel Club. The Fighting Camel Club empowers student-athletes to lead with purpose on and off the field. Now, donations to the FCC have helped fund facility enhancements, health and wellness programs, career and professional development, recruiting and retaining coaches, and much more. Memberships begin at $100, and with the different levels, you can get exclusive merchandise. You head to GoCamels.com, hit the Give button, and you can do it there. And well, this FCC loves when you say roll humps. You yes. can say whatever you want about yeah, the camels this with is, this fighting guess, camel club. It, it, it's not the FCC full of regulation. It's the fun FCC. It's the fighting camel club. You also uh, through it can get if you saw at the football games. We have a lot of cool tents down by the field house. One of those is for fighting camel club members that are at the gold level or above. A lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. It's Camel Call Friday. He's Evan Budrovich. I'm Chris Haymeyer. Hey, Apple, Spotify, Spotify, SoundCloud, we're on all those. If you could subscribe, that would be great. We had a great conversation with head coach John Crooks. Of course, his women's golf team starts the season this weekend. 11 straight NCAA tournament appearances, seven straight conference titles. Fantastic. And I ran into half the golf team at the fitness center this week in the morning. They do their morning workouts from six to seven. Then they come to the student fitness center and do cardio. Like that's a team that not only wants to win on the golf course, but they will take their fitness and credit to Ashley Sloop and Matt Moot, the, the coaches for the golf teams with crooks overseeing, but they, they get after it, man. Yeah. Like, you know, golf now is so athletically driven and our women have always outdriven opponents on the tee box. Like that's their strength, big girls, physical, and the men going back to Pontus Nyholm and Ray Kravishi in the last five, six years, they've had really good teams. Like that's, maybe our best consistent program on campus. Oh, there's no doubt. And and it's incredible what he has done. So if you missed that first part of the conversation, please tune in. Hey, if you missed our Camel Call Live podcast, along with uh, Campbell head coach for football, Mike Minner, breaking down the first game, giving us a preview of the Citadel. Volleyball, uh, Greg Gorl, their head coach, was our guest on Camel Call Live Monday night. Great conversation, great preview to the season. They have been playing and playing in some tough tournaments, but... They host uh, their home tournament coming up this weekend, coming off a win at home against NC Central on Tuesday. They take on San Jose State, UTSA today, Friday, 11 a.m. for the opener against San Jose State, 7 o'clock for UTSA, and then Georgia Southern uh, coming up a Saturday afternoon. All if those I would have told you flow. five years ago, that's a Sunbelt American and right? Mountain West tournament, yeah. you would have been like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. But there's some good teams coming to Bowie's Creek. Yeah, you don't know what conference any teams are anymore but that is that is really good and shows you again back-to-back trophies uh for this volleyball 
basketball team about uh, what they've been able to do to pull in some of these teams. So admission free to all our volleyball uh, events, and it should be fun. And uh, that's what that's what lunch breaks are for to go over and uh, and to see and to see some volleyball. And you're excited about the youth on this team that they're taking a little while to gel, but don't let the record fool you. They have been very close to beating some group of five and power five teams. And that's really going to help them this tournament as well. When they get into CAA play health's been the big thing Four four main rotational players have been out the last two weeks, including McKenna Shaka, their setter. So Campbell runs what's called five, two, two setters. They rotate in now they're running one. Yeah. So think about timing, you're working with a different setter and you're kind of figuring out some things and, and they struggled against central, but they got the win. Right. And that's important. Uh, Gwen Wolko is really good. Her brother also plays college football at South Carolina. So it's neat kind of the connections in the state, but yeah, it's, it's a surging program. Melody page getting on track. And I know Greg mentioned that with you on camel call, but she's the fifth year senior who came back, right? Layla green graduates, Ananda Patterson transfers and does her grad year. And Emily Minter goes to LSU for her grad year. So a lot of the gang that won these titles are gone, but now it's Paige and some young kids kind of figuring it out. Yeah, and it's going to be, it's a good volleyball conference. Campbell should slip into the top there. Towson is really, really good. They're elite. As far as mid-major goes, they've won four straight titles. Yeah. They've lost one conference game in three years. Yeah. That was to Elon last season. Like they've run the table almost every year. Yeah. So it's uh it's definitely a challenge. But again, like all of our teams coming into this very good conference, they're right there at the top, including um our uh, men's and women's soccer team that uh, they really take their first dip into what a CAA road trip is like. So women's soccer, they are two wins, two losses and a tie going into their first CAA road trip of the year. And they go up to Long Island. So they they left on Wednesday. They will take on uh, Stony Brook. That happened last night. And they will take on the best team in the conference, Hofstra, at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Hofstra, a soccer power on both the men's and women's side. So I like this because it's like, okay, here's your taste. This is one of the longest road trips uh, as far as distance goes, as far as as far as you're going to be away from home. And you take on a, uh, a Stony Brook team that's going to be tough, but you can beat them if you play your best. And then a Hofstra team that's the top of the conference. We'll know a lot about this women's soccer team after this weekend. And that's the growing curve. We talked about the youth of volleyball. Women's soccer is even more drastic with basically four returning starters. It is a very young team. You know, Amber Liston is the super senior kind of leading this group of youngsters. They've had some goalkeeper changes back and forth, but the performances have been encouraging, right? Yeah. Even in the losses, they've clearly had chances to win those matches. A, a mistake here, a fumbled ball in the box there. They, they're going to get better as the year goes on. Now, the challenge is, like you mentioned, there was no longer Presbyterian and, and the Radfords. Like, the schedule gets a little tougher. And, and that's the good thing for this program is they have always risen up to that expectation. Now they play elite schools, like you said, with Hofstra, who won the conference tournament last year. So they're very good. And, and I kind of like it, too. Like, on Instagram, you follow them yesterday or on Wednesday, and they're posting their entire travel yeah. vlog, you know? And, and that's kind of unique for a college athlete who's typically driving to Radford or Longwood. Now you get to fly to New York and New Jersey and then Maine and Delaware, and you get to see different things. And, and really just... You, you feel like you're power five, even though you're not, but you get that different experience that you wouldn't otherwise have. Yeah, it is still, quote unquote, a business trip. And, and their head coach, Jeff Gross, told us that. But he said, you know what? Like, this is a different part of a country. Some have not been to New York. Like yesterday, they were at Long Beach in New York. 
they're not North Carolina beaches, but the Northeast has a lot of good beaches. And and Coach Gross is from up around that area and coached that area. He actually lived in Long Island. So this is a neat kind of first thing. He, he knows he knows the way around. They're not going to be uh, fish out of water up there. And yeah, uh, Go Camels, WSOC on Instagram, on, on Twitter. They've done a lot of good stuff. Both of these matches will be on Flow Sports. This is um, one of the many good things about this conference, too. This conference cares about soccer. That they care about soccer a lot. They have very good soccer teams with history on both the men's and women's side. So when Campbell goes on the road for the Big South, they really just required you to to do three games a, a year, which was ridiculous. So it would be maybe half of your conference games would be on. But but Campbell, not only the majority of the home games on Flow Sports, but when they go on the road, the majority of those are on Flow Sports. So again, if you go to GoCamels.com, you hit any of the watch links. There's a special link only. Uh, for Campbell fans and customers. And you'll get to see nearly every conference game home and away for both the men's and women's teams. You can watch over 150 events of Campbell Sports for basically $100. Yeah. So when you do the math, that's about the same price as your ESPN subscription. And it is given some of the price, conference yeah. changes and some of the spectrum issues you may have, like now you sign up for Flow Sports and you got it. Yeah, yeah, and you can do it monthly too if you're uh, if you're just really honed in on on, um, on on fall sports or that. So that'll be that that'll be really good. The, the only bone I have to pick with the conference already starting on the on the criticizing thing, dun, 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 you know, for for women's soccer, thirteen teams in the conference and it's so, six right for the tournament, and so and six get in the tournament, but but they play twelve conference games, and and that means you're playing every Thursday and Sunday, which is brutal for for the the, the soccer game. I mean, across the nation. Soccer is looking at actually doing sort of a, a golf model, a wrestling model, starting in the fall and the spring, so they don't have to play so many games per week. This road trip where you're going up and you're expected to travel and then play on Thursday and, and, and Sunday, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And, and, and the coaches get to vote on it. And I, I really haven't talked to so Coach Gross. I have some insight on this. On the men's side, the ADs have voted to approve and they're finalizing yeah. that vote this year. It's interesting with the travel schedule and the recruiting cycle, women's coaches and ADs in general have not approved that change. They want to stick to the fall semester season. Yeah. The men kind of see it more as idealizing the European leagues and the professional leagues. So I would say in probably three years, we're going to see a full season soccer schedule and then maybe less games, but early August to mid-December as opposed to early December, late August for the women's soccer schedule. Yeah, and, and I think it's just part of it is a matter of of, of not playing as many games because on the men's side in the conference, I I think they do it right. Now, now look, there's, there's less teams. There's 11 teams in the conference, but they play eight conference games, and that allows you to play every Saturday. All the conference games are on the weekend, so you play every Saturday. If you want to pick up a non-conference game, which Campbell does sometimes on a Tuesday great but but you are separating those and again with the travel and the playing thursday to sunday it's just a little tough speaking of men's soccer men's soccer oh oh and three three ties against three very good teams including tying on the road at uncg they've tied south south carolina so that is good even without uh picking up uh picking up a win they've played such a tough schedule they're ranked seventh in the Atlantic region rankings. And and folks, that means something because that is a lot of good teams in those rankings, including two teams that are in the, the CAA. First in the Atlantic ranking, 
is Hofstra. Second is University of Delaware, a team that they have already tied with. So that is how tough the CAA is on the men's side. And think about this. Last year, Campbell was in the Southeast rankings. Kind of depends on conference where they align you. Right. If you're in the top 10 in a ranking, there's only seven regions. They take those regions, and that helps build your top 25 poll. And that's how Campbell in the past has been ranked. They yeah. were number four, number three in the Southeast, and that adds up to your votes, and you get votes in the top 25. So you play Wake Forest coming up, who's one of the best teams in this region, UNC Wilmington, Elon, who was a regular season champ on the men's side. We've told you about South Carolina. There's a lot of good soccer right yeah. here. Of course, Carolina and Duke are the two best, but this schedule coming up is very winnable too. I mean, VMI at home is nice, and then going to Drexel, I was joking with Tristan Elledge, our sports information director for soccer, would Kevin McGeehan, a longtime Phillies fan and, and Northeast guy, go up to – you don't like my joke, do you? No, no, I do. No, you're I just do. giving me like this, I do. this no, stone no, cold I'm, Steve I'm waiting, Austin look. I'm, I'm, waiting to, I'm waiting to hear The punchline is it. would McGeehan coach the soccer team on the trip because he loves soccer and that's he right. loves <laughs> Philly. He'd go up yeah. to Philly for the weekend and go see the Phillies while he's there. I mean, I mean that's another fun thing these ties with you. You mentioned Campbell head coach Kevin McGeehan. They will go up to Drexel and Philadelphia, where he's from. And then, like I said, Jeff Gross, he's from up that way. So it, it, it's good and it's fun. But but the men's soccer in the Atlantic Pole, and you don't even see that there's four teams in the CAA conference that are ranked in the national rankings above Campbell when you take on UNCW and College of Charleston. It's going to be a lot of fun. And again, Campbell has been, as you said, ranked in the top 25 in the nation before. And so they will they will start um, their road CAA journey at Drexel this Saturday, just one game. That is also on Flow Sports. Back on Bowie's Creek and Tuesday, non-conference versus VMI. I like all your jokes. I, I control the mic button too. So if I really don't yeah, like it, mute. I can just turn it down and cut it off in, in post. So I do love about men's soccer, though. You look at the top five poll. Akron, Portland, Syracuse, Marshall. Yeah. It is a sport. And we saw with Thibaut Jacquel in 2019 and that Campbell team. It does not matter what your name is. You can win tournament games. You can host tournament games. Yeah. And you can go to a college cup or the final four of soccer if you get the right draw and the right setup. Yeah. It, it has been so much fun because Campbell before football, their homecoming was based around soccer. They, they are a soccer program that created here in Campbell and in this region. Soccer wasn't big in this region. Everybody thinks North Carolina has been soccer since the beginning because of the the high level, the women's and the men's programs, but it wasn't such. And Campbell did a big part to bring soccer to this area. So, so the name and the tradition continues. Over to American football and the uh, Campbell football team. They, they hit the road for the first time this year. It'll be a three o'clock start in Charleston as they take on the Citadel. Good news. It's still gonna be hot. It's still going to be humid, but um, it's not going to be like it was this week. Temperatures are going to be in the low 80s. They might have to dodge some storms. This is a rebuilding Citadel team. They have a brand new coaching staff, but there is going to be a lot of emotion in that stadium. Campbell has to be really careful to be able to match because the new head coach at the Citadel is Maurice Drayton. He's a guy that played there. Hmm. He's a guy that coached there for decades. He has been there when the Citadel has been good. People forget 2015, 2016, Mike Houston, who is now 
at ECU before he won a national championship at JMU at the FCS ranks. He won at Citadel, a place that hasn't been able to have consistent success over the last three decades. He brought it there in 2015 and 16. Drayton was on that staff, so they are welcoming one of home. By the way, Drayton is from right down there in the Charleston area too. So they are welcoming one of their own home and there's going to be a lot of emotion. They got shut out at Georgia Southern well, last week. Well, think of week. this, VMI Citadel, the cadet culture and that cadet culture at, at yeah. Citadel, it's amazing. When you're dressed up in the military gear, it's Army, Navy, maybe not as prestigious in the American culture, but in terms of the military culture, yeah. that is all in, invested. The alumni are very passionate down there. And the home atmosphere for a home opener where they, okay, lost to Georgia Southern, but didn't look terrible, will be epic. And that's a program that has switched offenses. It's switched head coaches. They want to kind of revamp, and this is a perfect time to do it. Yeah, and they... Um it's it, it it's a good game at a good time, but again, there is look, look in college football as we know. You know, ask Clemson. Anytime you go on the road, it's it's going to be a battle, and if you come out of there with a win, it's a good thing. Campbell now starting, and we talked a lot about this uh, uh, on the show. Campbell call live with Coach Minner with just the four home games because of the different conference they were in and having to to juggle the schedule. Four out of the next five, six out of the next eight on the road. It is going to be really, really tough, and and Campbell is going to have to find a way to win on the road. Doesn't matter if you win ugly. Doesn't matter if you win pretty. Find a way to win on the road. The offense looked good um, yeah. against against William and Mary. The defense seemed to gel in the second half. And you know, so, if you're Citadel, you're watching that tape and no saying doubt. we're going to run the ball and and challenge this run defense. And, and that's the thing. This is this is a team, even though they have a new coach in Drayton right now, he is still running. Out of multiple sets, he'll get the pistol, he'll get the shotgun, but to do a triple a triple option of sorts and an option which is just so tough. Luckily, Campbell has played an option team seemingly at least once for the last uh, for the last ten years, but that throws a wrench in it too. You're right; the, the run defense has to be very good, and we'll see all of these new guys that were brought so in. So the next two weeks, Monmouth has has Juwan Fari, who led the country in rushing last right. year, and they've had consistent Pete Guerrero and other great running backs, and Citadel who is not an exemplary offense, but you think the last five years, maybe one of the best triple option teams in FCS football, them and Davidson, obviously new coaching staff, new culture, but they know how to run the football in Charleston, right? And it's going to be right down your neck. Yeah, That's the best test because you got to learn it now. If you wait till conference play, I mean, who knows what can happen? Yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun. Three o'clock. Uh, we'll be on the air at 245. Again, um, all the road football games as well as the home games will be on GoCamels.com and, and the, the Varsity Network. And a little Network. curveball back on ESPN Plus for the television side. Yes, for the TV side, it'll be on ESPN Plus since it is non-conference and, and back to the SOCON. So on ESPN Plus. For this week, as long as the audio coverage, it'll start at 2.45 for the audio coverage. So we hope that you join us. And coming up on Monday, our live Camel Call Live show, which you can always get on the podcast later in the week that you're listening to right now. Or you can also um, tune in live. We will have, it'll be all about football. We will have offensive coordinator, Anthony Whedon. We will have defensive coordinator, Pat Miller. Of course, head coach, Mike Minter, as we will break down what hopefully was a win against the Citadel. I love Charleston. I am so jealous you guys get to go down there. I mean, I'm excited to call the volleyball match on Saturday against you Georgia do. Southern. That's a really good program, but man, Charleston, just, just enjoy it. 
It'll be a good trip, and hopefully Campbell comes back with a win. Special thanks to head golf coach John Crooks. If you didn't listen to that interview, it's at the beginning of this podcast. For Evan, I'm Chris saying so long. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 